This audio is brought to you by Muslim Central. Please consider donating to help cover our running costs and future projects by visiting www.muslimcentral.com forward slash donate. One brother, it shows you, it shows you that when one person cares, look how much can happen. Imagine when 20 of us care, we actually come together. Why we can move mountains. So that brother knows who he is, I don't need to mention him, but I lost my fellow reward. Other thing I need to clear out, it's going to be a very sensitive topic, I'm sure you know. I'll try to keep my calm. Actually, I'm not, I'm lying in the middle of I'm going to clear out from my brother. Anyway, um, so let's get things off the bat. Number one, I didn't get paid to be here. Number two, if you think I came out of my way to come here and offend you, you're very wrong. Wallahi, I'm here, I'm sitting, I'm talking for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for us to better ourselves and to improve. But we're speaking about a topic where every one of us is one way or another connected and related. Sometimes I make examples and brothers get upset. Yani many, many times I'll give a khutbah and the brother will come up to me after. Wallahi, I've never seen him before in my life. I don't know his name. I know nothing about him. Billy brother, Wallahi, that's a bad girl. I can't believe you spoke all about me in your khutbah. Brother, Wallahi, I don't know who you are. Guess what do you mean? I don't know who I am. You mentioned me word for word. So if you're wearing a brightling and I mention a brightling, it's not because, well, I've seen you and I wanted to fresh you here. You know, if I mention taru, you know, and, and it's a very difficult situation. Yani, how many of the boys have tarus? So what does that mean? That I never talk about it because, wallah, you make a car. Yani, it's, it's a very difficult situation. So please, don't feel like I came here to offend or insult anyone. Wallahi, I haven't. Is that clear? And can, can we at least have that much? And I'm already seeing Gucci hats. So if I mention it, don't get upset, bro. rasulillah. <laughs> We praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the King, the Master, the Sustainer, the Creator of the seven heavens and the earth. And we send peace and blessings upon His beloved Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. My brothers, the event is titled, Which Side Are You On? Which side are you on, my brothers? Very, very, very important before we start, that tonight I don't want you to think about others. Today I don't want you to think about the boys in the area. Tonight I want you to think about yourself. Which side are you on? Which side are you on? Because today many of us think that being a gangster, and I've been told to not call them gangsters because when you call them gangsters, he gets a sense of us. He he acknowledges I'm a gangster. So tonight we're going to call them pranksters because that's what they are. That's what they are really and that's the truth. Because many of us, we tend to think that a prankster is a guy that sells drugs and has tattoos. Habibi, there are people that are 50 and 60 years old and he prays in the masjid and he's a father and he's a bigger prankster than the boys you see outside on the street. A prankster is a way of life. It's a decision that you've made. Selling drugs and having tattoos, this is a small portion. But it's a mindset. And what path have you chosen? So the idea is, is which side are you on? Which side of the fence are you on, my brothers? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created us on this earth for a very, very, very short time. This world, my brothers and sisters, is not for you and I. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made it very clear that we created the human and the jinn, and we've placed them on this earth for a simple task, nothing more, nothing less. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, we created them for what? 
to worship me, to know me, to call others to me, to glorify me, to make me number one. Not the number one, the ultimate one. That's your purpose on this earth. That's your maqsad. The very reason that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives you life, the very reason you're walking on this earth is this and only this. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, my brothers and sisters, and please understand, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not care. Allah doesn't care about your money. Allah doesn't care about your cars and your women and your houses. Allah doesn't care. When will we understand? Brother, you were born naked. You were born naked. Wallahi, it's amazing. You walk outside on the street. And again, it's not that you're the best in the area, that you're the greatest prophet. He said, you're the greatest creation I ever created. You and I are so proud of. They're the Prophet of Allah, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, the greatest. Imagine the greatest. Brother, never mind what you and I think. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Quran, when he's speaking to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, what did he say? Did he say to him that, you know what, you're one of the boys, that you're the best in the area, that you're the greatest Prophet? He said, you're the greatest creation I ever created. He says to the Prophet of Allah, you're the greatest creation I ever created. You, Ya Muhammad, you're the best. I didn't create anything better and greater than you. Yet what was his attitude like? The Sahaba, they described him. They said he was more shy. He was more modest than a virgin behind her veil. He was more shy. He had hayat. In fact, shyness is a bad Translation for Hayat. Because shyness is, is sometimes a weakness. Hayat, he was modest. He was modest. Today you and I tend to think that that's weakness. The brother doesn't talk. If you're led, you know, in my upbringing, the one that doesn't talk, miskin, the mastul, mabihki, bro, the God doesn't talk. That's how we're programmed. That the one that's strong, the one that has the ability, is the one that talks, brother. The one that stands up and says it like it is. Today, even our women do this. Brother gives an opinion that the women kafat al Abu Janab. Why? Because today, this is how we translate strength. But the guy's humble, he keeps to himself, he doesn't say much. No one, wallahi, no one even pays attention. So, so, so don't fall into the mistake and translate modesty to be weakness. For yes, the Prophet of Allah was more shyer than a virgin behind the veil. But this same Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, the Sahaba, the Sahaba, those that were on the battlefield, they described him. They said, Wallahi, when he was on the battlefield and the fighting would get so intense, the fighting was so intense that we couldn't fight anymore. What did they say? They used to say, we used to run behind the back of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam just to take a moment, just to take a breather, just to have a break. Wallahi sallallahu alayhi wasallam, he continued fighting. So don't get the two confused. But egos, egos, Akhi, honestly, like, what is it that you're so proud of? Shaykh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah, he says, amazing. He says, it amazes me. How can the one that traveled through the passage of urine twice, when you left your father and you left your, you, left, you traveled through the passage of urine twice, he said, how can this person still have pride and arrogance in his heart? 
I should say, for, like, what is it you're so proud of? What? You were born naked. You were born naked. And you will die naked. And everything you achieved in between, all your houses and your cars and whatever it is that's making you look down upon others, all this stuff in between, where does it stay? Do you think you take it with you? Today, just today we were at a janazah. I'm sure most of you know about it. Just today we were at a janazah. How did he go down? How? How? When it was on the street, people used to fear and shake and shiver. And those that knew him will tell you, how like a lion, beautiful brother. Whatever it is, here's not my point. Today when we buried him, how did he go down? What did he take with him? Naked like the day he was born. You know the shroud that we clothed him up with? You know the one that we wrapped him up with? Not even a brand name. Wallahi, Amina Said once said to me, he said to me, he used to go to a place, some Chinese guy used to get the cheapest white cloth, the cheapest material we can get. Why? It's food for worms. The brothers are walking around with the egos, man. Brother, who are you kidding? Who are you kidding? Honestly, who are you kidding? And you know what the truth is? Wallahi, you're only arrogant on the one that you know he can't do anything anyway. He's a mesquite. But as soon as someone comes in that's bigger than him, richer than him, more capable than him, like a cat, like a rat, he knows his spine, he goes and he runs straight into it. You know, wallahi, there's always going to be someone bigger. There's always going to be someone stronger. There's always going to be someone with more money. So relax and follow your prophet. Which side are you on? Which side are we on, my brothers? On the day of judgment. Don't think, you know, wallahi, one of the names of the day of judgment is the day of regret. The name of the day of judgment is the day of regret. Because the truth is, many of us now, we're living in Disneyland. All the boys, you know, we have this mindset. Now, you know what? I can do whatever I want. Let me run a mark. Let me do this, that, and the other. And then at the end, I'll do hajj. I'll patch it up. I'll repent. And then everything is going to be all right. Brother, where did you get this from? Where did you get this from? Brothers, now when they die, everyone asks, Brother, did he make shahada before he died? One guy tells me, yeah, Kaswala, we've seen his finger move. Brother, what does that mean? What does that mean? The guy lived on earth like a tyrant. What? Because he made sure he had that before he died. That means it's going to be all right. Who are we kidding? The brother's gone away on holidays. Yeah, with the boys. He's doing haram, racking up drugs, women, girls. The guy drowned. He drowned in his haram. Brothers told me about, alhamdulillah, we heard that the one that dried, you know, that the guy that drowns, it's a sign of what? That he died a shaheed. Brother, what planet are you on? Well, brother, we heard he died on a Friday. What does that mean? Do you know when that brother died? You know the guy that died on the motorbike and there was that video? That video, wallahi, ya Allah made my blood boil, bro. There was a video that was recorded. The video wasn't even complete. The brother that actually recorded it, when he recorded it, he called me. So this is wallahi for the sake of that brother so I can clarify things for you, yeah? When the brother was recording it, he called me, he said to me, brother, I'm telling the guy to make shahada, he's not making it. 
But so what does that mean? Do you think that's a bad sign? I said to him, brother, is he responding? He said, yeah, he's looking me in the eyes. I said, so when you're talking, does he know what you're saying? He says, yeah, he knows. I said, is there any? He said, he's squeezing on my legs. I said, then that's it. Then he knows what you're saying. And people are talking, oh, brother, he died and he didn't say shahada. I ask you by Allah, from the time you've seen that video till now, how many times have you made shahada? The brother went straight into a, 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 a track at 150 k's. The guys ripped up the... Yeah, of course, it's not going to make sure everyone thinks that, you know what, when I die, it's going to be calm and collected. Ashhadu an la ilaha illallah. Wallahi, my brothers, we live in Disneyland. But we hang on to these things. We cling on to it. Almost as if, and look, you know what, did the brother make shahada? Yeah, he made shahada. What? Really, be honest, deep down in your hearts. How do you feel? Khalas is going to be all right. Really, my brother? Really? Is he really going to be all right? Facts, facts. Don't get upset with me. Facts. The day of resurrection is a day that's 50,000 years long. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He describes that day. Facts, Quran. He says, on that day, the pregnant woman will lose her load. He says, a child on that day, a child. That this child is free. He's buddy. He's never done any sins. He's got nothing to worry about. The kid's got nothing to worry about. Fact. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says on that day his hair is going to go grey. Fact. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Quran, your mother's going to rain. Your mother will run away from you. Your father will run away from you. Your mother, your wife, your children, your husband, every single person that you know will run away from you. Fact. Prophets, fact, prophets are going to be scared on that day. Prophets are going to be scared. The Prophet of Allah, when he says to Aisha radiallahu he says, on that day you'll be naked, barefooted, uncircumcised, ya Aisha. I remember once I mentioned this hadith in the gathering in the masjid. So one of the boys, he came to me after, he said to me, brother, how can you mention that hadith? You know, I've got a 12-year-old daughter here, you know, that maybe it was a bit inappropriate. So I actually felt bad. Then when I was driving home, I thought, hang on. If the Prophet of Allah, who was the king and the master of Haya and shyness and, 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 you know, and, and, you know, and the best of character, he had no problems conveying this to his wife. Why should I be embarrassed to convey it? He's telling his wife Aisha, naked, barefooted, uncircumcised. I ask you by Allah, isn't it enough for me to tell you that you're going to be naked? Don't you get the picture? Khalas, I'm naked. We understand. Naked, finished, done. No, naked, barefooted, and uncircumcised. Why uncircumcised? Why? Because he's letting you know, even that little piece of foreskin that left you when you were a baby, bro, when you were pure, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, even that piece of foreskin, Allah is going to bring it back. Restore it. Why? Because not an inch, not a single inch of you will escape Allah on that day. The brother's comfortable here. Yeah, Alhamdulillah, he moved his finger then. Alhamdulillah, he didn't pray, but wallah, he had the best heart. And everyone's sure, brother, it's going to be all right. Yeah, the brother didn't pray. Yeah, the brother didn't pray. My brothers and sisters, let me clarify something because we have been polluted. 
Let me tell you something just for the sake of understanding. Because there's many people who tell me, look, you know, maybe I don't pray, Akhi, but you don't know what I do in secret. Yeah, you know, maybe I don't pray, but so Allah, I've got a big heart. You know, Allah, you know, I give a lot of money in charity. My brothers and sisters, let me tell you something and understand this as fact. As far as sin is concerned, and please understand this message very, very clearly. Of course, it's all sin, it's all haram, none of it is good and accepted. But for the sake of understanding, because many of us, well, we see a brother that's selling drugs, we see a brother that maybe murdered another brother, and we say, Far, look at these people, look how rubbish they are. Habibi, let me tell you something in the eyes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As far as sin is concerned, yeah? The one that sells drugs, good or bad? Just very quickly, good or bad? Bad. How about the murderer? How about the one who commits adultery, zina? What about the one who rapes a child? What about the one who drinks alcohol? What about the one who does the biggest of the kabir, good or bad? This person, one person that commits all of these sins, he commits all of these sins on a daily basis, but he prays is better in the eyes of Allah than the one that doesn't commit any of these sins, but doesn't pray. Say, so you and your brother, yeah, I'm a good guy. Habibi, God packed that up because it's not going to work on the day of judgment. Any person that misses one salah, one, one, not two, one salah, you miss one salah for no reason. You're worse than a murderer. You're worse than a rapist. You're worse than a terrorist. You're worse than a pedophile in the eyes of Allah. But it's all right because his finger moved and he died on a Friday night. Which side are you on, my brothers? Prophets will be scared on that day. Prophets and they're going to be scared and petrified. And you and I, it's all right, Akhi, relax, man. What's wrong with this guy, brother? Why is he losing his mind for? My brothers, who are we kidding? What side of the fence are you on? Fact that day, the sun will be a mile above your head. One mile above your head. One mile. The Prophet of Allah, he says, every person will be sweating, sallallahu alayhi Every person will be sweating, each person according to his sins. Some of you, you sweat to your ankles, some to your knees, some to your waist. He says, some of you will be drowning in your own sin. Fact, Quran. He says, on that day, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, on that day, you see people running around. And you're running around like he's intoxicated. Allah says, but they're not intoxicated. Allah says the severity of that day is so severe, people have, people have been driven to madness. And you and I, where, where are we? Which side are you on? Look at the way we're living our lives. If he's not a gangster on the street, he works 24 hours a day. If he doesn't work 24 hours a day, he's a bum 24 hours of the day. Nothing to do. I visited the house not that long ago. Wallahi, they smoke pot from Maghrib to Fajr. And you know how many of these houses exist. Brothers that are married with children. Married with children. He smokes pot from Maghrib to Fajr. Which side are you on? The Prophet of Allah on that day. He says there are seven that will be under the shade of Allah on a day when there is no shade except his shade. Only seven, they'll be under the shade of Allah, under his arsh. Which side will you be on on that day, my brother? Which side? 
brothers, let me tell you something. You choose the life of the prophets, you'll have the ending of the prophets. But if you choose the life of Pharaoh, you're going to have the ending of Pharaoh. There's no running away from this, man. You choose the life of Pharaoh, Allah is going to give you the ending of Pharaoh. And how many times have we seen it, man? How many times have we seen it? Wallahi, my brothers, how many more times are we going to see killings and murders? And Wallahi, this community is drowning. The community is drowning. Wallahi, it's drowning. And we're in a bubble. We're in a bubble. Akhi, what are you doing with your life? What are you doing with your time? What do you want to be like? Do you want to be like the prophets and the sahaba? Or do you want to be like, why have we chosen the life of pranksters and thugs? Why have we chosen this life over the life of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa Please tell me, what is it? Do you think there's happiness in that? Do you honestly think there's happiness? I'm going to share with you facts. These are the things you don't hear about. But the brothers here, especially those brothers that used to live that life and have genuinely changed and repented. You know, these people, they actually need to start speaking up a lot more. Why? Because when someone like me speaks, people think I'm twisting the truth. Wallahi, I tell you exactly what it is. You know, my brothers, these people, you think they're happy, eh? When you and I see pranksters outside on the street, we think they're happy, don't we? Why? Because he's driving a hectic car. When he walks into a particular area or into a particular place, everyone gives him the respect that, you know. Well, so we think these people are happy. But truth, fact, wallahi, fact. Look, you cannot run away from formulas that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala put. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Quran, fact. وَمَنْ أَعْرَضَ عَنْ ذِكْرِ فَإِنَّ لَهُ مَعِيشَةً Any person, خلاص a prankster, not a prankster, he's just busy. Any person, any individual that stays away from the remembrance of Allah, stays away from the deen of Allah, stays away from the way of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa Any person, ask yourself, am I miserable? Yes. Why? This is the formula. Any person that stays away from the deen of Allah, the promise of Allah, فَإِنَّ لَهُ مَعِيشَةً ضَنْكَ For him is a miserable, wretched life. And some of these people, just to show you how powerful Allah is, some of these people, Allah will give them women, and Allah will give them cars, and Allah will give them houses, everything that you and I were dying for. And they're still miserable. Why? Because Allah is showing you. These people that you and I, we walk outside on the street, we look at them, did you see, did you hear, did you? Habibi, come and see their lives and see how miserable they are. Have you noticed how there's always bags under their eyes? I went, visited someone in, and I'll talk about Habas later, so relax. I went, visited someone in Habas. Huh? Habas, brother. Look, look how we glamorize it. When was Habas ever an honorable thing? When? When? There's a difference between the guy who's been imprisoned because of La ilaha illallah. This guy is shut off. That's Habas. That we take our hats off with honor. Why? He's, he was imprisoned for standing for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ahla wa sahla. But the guy who's ripping off the pizza man, and I should shave Allah, brother. So I went to go visit someone that's in Habas. Wallahi, he's a lifer. What's a lifer? Who knows what a lifer is? Huh? 
He drops and tears and you think, but what's, what's going on? Movies, movies, movies. Wallahi, you know, so I went to go visit him. We're, we're sitting down. Wallahi, for one hour, one hour in the visit. I haven't seen this guy in years. One hour in the visit. The whole visit. Yeah, 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 alhamdulillah, you know. Yeah, 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 alhamdulillah. Brother, relax, man. Paranoid. Why? Because if the wrong person walks through those doors, it's all on, man. But I haven't seen you in five years, man. You can't even sit down for me for one hour. Just look me in the eye, brother. Like, let's just have a decent conversation. That's the life that they live. These people that you and I, that we glamorize, wallahi, to go to sleep is on zannies. To go to sleep is on zannies. Then to stay up during the day, he's either on coke or he's on ice. But because you see him for that 10-15 minutes when he walked in with his nice hat and his nice watch and his hectic car, what do you and I think? That's the life, man. The promise of Allah. You think these people are happy? You see them, they hang out with their boys, you know? Groups now, groups. They create gangs and tattoos and representing, brother. And you and I, we start to think, what? Well, I want to be a part of that. We left the ummah of Rasulullah. We left the brotherhood of Islam for that. Why? Because it because on the outside, brother, we're four life cars. We're all the way, brother. Votos locos, yeah. Apparently it's bloody blood out, brother. We're like this. How many of these groups ever sustained and kept it? How many? Every one of them failed. They were best friends in the beginning. At the end, what? What happened, brother? Speak the truth. They killed each other. If they didn't kill each other, they started running out on one another. That's their life. That's their life. And we love it. Wallahi, we love it. You know who loves it the most? We, the religious brothers. Wallahi, we love their life. Today, no one is safe. Wallahi, not even myself. We're all to blame. When a guy comes into the masjid, he's a nice guy, he's miskin, he's trying to get closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he's a good kid. But because he sits in the corner, he'll come to the masjid for one year. No one even knows his name. But when a drug dealer walks into the masjid, wallahi, the sheikh comes from here all the way to there. So I can, brother, how you doing, akhi, wallah, please come in, bro. Isn't that how we treat him? Be honest. But how does that miskin that's been sitting in the masjid for one year, how does he feel, man? How does he feel? We love their life, bro. We love, we love talking about their life. Nah, nah. So in certain circles, astaghfirullah, brother. It's got to change, man. It's got to change. But when he's around the right people, fine. You see what car is driving? Yeah, man. What did you hear? Well, I heard this. I... And we love it, bro. We itch. We itch. Go to their azaz. Go to their funerals. And you see people... You know this person had nothing to do with the guy that, that died. You think, brother, what are you doing here? No, Allah, no, Allah, I'm here for the sake of Allah, you little spinner. Is that why you're here? Not all, of course, just so we can do hot, you know? Not all, but Wallahi, you know, you can see it all over their faces. Brother, what are you doing here? 
you know deep down it's an opportunity to get closer to their family, isn't it? We love their life. You think they're happy? You think they're mates? You think these people are, 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 are really, really true friends? Wallahi, they love each other so long as you're not doing better than him. They love you and they show you love and they show you mahabba so long as you're under him. But as soon as you're up and coming, as soon as now you're starting to make waves, you see ripples, divisions, hatred. And there's this culture, you know, brother, now, wallah, he don't understand. We're like that, brother. Wallah, I'll take a bullet for him. Wallah, wallah. Brother, sit down, man. I'll take a bullet for him. Who are you kidding, brother? Who? Who are you kidding? These young kids, you know, they look up to these people and they aspire. Habibi, what do you look up to? Filth. Filth, wallahi, that's what it is. Brother, we're like that. You know, wallah, I'll take a bullet for you. Habibi, trust me, trust me, trust me. When this comes out, Habibi, everybody runs. Everyone runs. Matli is my brother and he's my colleague. What's wrong with you, bro? What's wrong with you? Wallahi, there's only one person in the whole world. There's only one person in the whole world that will happily throw their life in front of yours to protect you. Only one! You know who it is? It's the person you sold for your friends, Habibi. She's called your mom. It's, it's my old lady. Leave her, man. She's, she doesn't know the go. She doesn't know the go. Wallahi, she knows the go better than you know the go. She knows what's good for you better than you know what's good for you. We sold our family. We sold our mothers and our fathers. We've sold the masjid. We've sold the people that genuinely fear Allah in good company for what? What did we give it up for? For rubbish and filth. And we all think what? These people, trust me brother, these people, we care for one another. Have you ever seen when these people go to Habas? Jail? Those of you who are looking at me thinking, what's Habas? Habas is jail. There was a brother, he was saying the, the story, and he wanted to, so basically he wanted to, to say that the gun came out. But in that circle, like you have to live, like you have to talk a particular way. Yeah, anyway, comes to Allah, you're not going to believe it, brother. Anyway, so the guy walked in and then, and then that came out. So I'm thinking, he mentioned every other word, yeah, and why wouldn't you say gun? What the hell? <laughs> and we love it. Brother, do you know what he's selling? No, what's he selling? He's selling this one. <laughs> Just one well, light. Like, movies, movies, movies. I'm telling you, it's all had it. And, 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 you know what I mean? Oh, what a frustration. Anyway, so Wallahi, these, these friends, these people that we sold Allah for, these people that we sold our mothers and our fathers for, come and see, Habibi, come and see how loyal your friends are when you go to Habas. Come, come and see. Come and see. You know, I share this with the boys all the time. You remember your first, those young and upcoming, those that feel that, you know, going to prison is like earning your colors. Go, go, go and see what's happening in prisons. In the world, when I got out of the car, like with my habas, when I got out of the car. It's an, wallahi, it's an attitude. You know, it's a mindset. I remember the first, oh, we were so excited. And, you know, fingerprint my, wallah, you were happy to do the whole thing. 
Now when someone calls me for a prison visit, what? Allah, you run for your life. Why? Because that's the truth. You go to prison, my brother, those young and upcoming, those that feel that, you know, going to prison is like earning your colors. Go, go, go and see what's happening in prisons. Those brothers that did real time, real 10 years and 12 years and people that have genuinely repented, guys that are completely off the radar, guys that you don't even remember anymore. Why? Because they used to be real. They used to genuinely do haram and genuinely changed and pulled up and now he doesn't want to know the world and he doesn't want the world to know him. These people when I sit with them, Wallahi, and they open up and they tell you about Habas, these people that you and I, we honor and we glamorize on the street and we think, yeah, this guy's staunch and this, Wallahi, they're the biggest girls inside. Wallahi, they're the biggest girls. Wallahi, Wallahi, they're on drugs day and night to forget their worries. Wallahi, some of them, they told me, I heard them with my own ears crying at night. Why? Habibi, when you're doing 10 years of your life, what? 10 years of your life. Ask a brother to do khuruj for three days, tells your brother, that's bad'ah, man. What do you, where do you people come up with this rubbish, you know? But 10 years in Habas, he earned his colors. He earned his colors. And we love it. Your friends, wallahi, your friends after one year. The boys for the first year, they're happy to put you, they're happy to put money into your buy-up so you can buy your tuna and your bread and your rice. They're happy. But after a year and two years and three years and he's still got seven years left. Who's left, Habibi? Who? You know who's left? The Hajj and the Hajj. Your old man and your old woman. Those who you don't have time for. Wallahi, I've seen them with my own. Never have I been to a prison visit. Except you see it. You see it. Old lady, she's 60 years old. She's been driving for two hours. They park their car, they're exhausted. You see it all over their face. She gets out of the car and she knows now mental preparation. They're going to frisk her. They're going to search her. They're gonna, she has to touch this and, and stand here and go through the glass door and move this. And she does it every single week. Never misses a week. Every single week. She saves money from her pension money. From the welfare check. She saves it so that she can put it in the account for her son. Because he needs to eat, man. If I don't look after my son, who's going to look after him? And wallahi, my brothers, wallahi. This is personal experiences. The brother's been doing almost 10 years. 10 years, the nisha. Because that's what happens when you live this life, you become a nisha. Your mentality, you become a nisha. Wallahi, that's what you become. Don't get offended. Please don't get upset from facts. If you choose that life and you want to live that life and you know that there is Quran, that there is Sunnah, but she still insists on this, Wallahi, you become a nisha, even if you don't realize it. Brother's been doing 10 years. His mother never left him, never failed him a single weekend. Then, brother, as soon as you get out, what do you want to do, man? What do you think he wants to do? Go home and kiss his mom's feet and tell her, thank you for the years I've wasted of your life. Thanks, mom. At your age, I'm supposed to be looking after you. You're the one that was putting money in my account. 
after 10 years, you know what he wants to do on the first night? If he's not going to a brothel, where's he going? see the money that they make the money that you and I our eyes it glitters and and there's no hypocrisy here you know me my weakness is cars when I see cars wallahi you can put the biggest khazira woman on the face of the planet you put the right car in front of me I don't want to know about her from when I was young I had an addiction for cars you know so for me it's cars but these things that they have these nice watches and these nice brand names and how do you think these people make this money how how Today, you know, the guy that works hard, the guy that wakes up in the morning, he has a trade, maybe he has a shop, maybe, you know, he's working in an office somewhere. How is this person viewed in our community? He's a matar, man. But this life, this life is honorable. Fire, did you see the car he drives? How do you think he made that money? How? How? How do you think he made that money? Either he's tripping women, Selling women and sometimes wallahi they're Muslim women. He's selling women. If it's not selling women, what's he doing? Selling drugs. Go and see how many Muslims are on drugs. Go. Go and see. But you know what? We don't want to know. We don't want to know and we don't care. Because at the end of the day, as long as I'm alright, of our women, go see how many of our brothers are addicted to drugs. Who's supplying them? Kufar? Muslims are supplying them. But I want everybody to do, man. If the guy's a junkie, you know, if he doesn't bite off me, brother, he's just going to bite off someone else. That's how they make their money. Selling rubbish, intoxicating our people, crippling the ummah. That's how he makes his money. And you and I, we think what? Yeah, man. Some of these guys, Allah have had brothers to me. I don't know, man. Like, do you know some of these guys, but they're on 10, 15 grand a week, brother. Some of these guys are on 30k a week, brother. So you sell your deed for 30 grand a week? You sell Allah and his prophet for 30 grand a week? Like he's got 30... You know, you know how many of these people that have got so much money, but what can they do with it? Who knows? I know guys that have got so much money, if he gave every single person in this room, if he gave every person in this room five grand, he'll still have enough money to spend for his whole life. It's dead money, man. I can't do anything with it. If I buy a car, the police jump on me. If I buy a house, they're going to jump on me. But Allah shows you. Allah shows you that money is not happiness. Sometimes they have money, but they can't do anything with it. Can't do anything with it. And we love it, bro. We love that life. wants to make money, right? Let's say you don't care about halal and haram and you want to make money. Where does your mind automatically go? True? Do bizo. Listen. The Prophet of Allah, he tells us, sallallahu alayhi wa more or less. He says, your wealth, your risk, the amount of money you're going to make in your life has already been predetermined. When 
not the day you were born, but 50,000 years before the creation of the heavens and the earth, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala already determined how much every single one of you is going to make in his life. So if you work hard, you don't work hard, you do drugs, you don't do drugs, you will not earn one dollar more than what Allah already predestined for you so many years ago. You know what the difference is? You know, sometimes when I see a drug dealer and he thinks, brother, I'm making money. I tell him, brother, you're a miskeen. You are going to make that money anyway. The difference is, is you chose to make it in haram. That's all. You're going to earn this money. Whether you're crippled, you're on your bed, you're a tradie. You're going to earn this money anyway. The only difference is what? Instead of making it in halal, you poor bloke, you chose to make it in haram. So come on the day of judgment and stand in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And for every dollar you earned in haram, now you have to be held responsible for it. The good life now is not appealing anymore, is it? Who wants to wake up at 7 o'clock in the morning? Why? Why? Or how else does he make his money? <laughs> We're going all out tonight. Relax. How else does he make his money? You know what's worse? You know what the worst thing for me is? You know, these pranksters? You know what the worst thing is? The filthiest thing? Is when he tries to bring deen into his haram and justify what he does to the deen. Wallahi, I've heard with my own ears. Brothers that have a run. Brothers that have a drug run. That's my rizq, man, it's from Allah. Wallah al-Azim, I'm not joking. Who knows people that speak like this? Really, honestly, yani, just so the boys don't, don't think I'm lying. Please raise your hand. If you know boys that say that his drug money is rizq from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So I'm not lying. How else does he make his money? You know how else he makes his money? <laughs> This is the same guy we walks into the masjid, we all love him, man. Brother, yeah. Work on him, huh? Because if you win him over, well, yeah, I win all of them over, inshallah. Brother's been in the masjid for five years, he's still doing drugs, he still does what he does, and no one ever talks to him. How else do these people make their money? You know what they do? To show you, we think they're men. These people are cowards. Wallahi, these people, they're filthy. Cowards, cowards, cowards. You know what they do? Some guy, he's a skin, he's a simple man. Uh, he opens a little shop, maybe he has a mango shop, maybe he has a little grocery shop, whatever, he opens up a little shop, he's trying to make some halal money, he's trying to keep his family off the street, he's trying to not extend his hand out to the government and earn welfare. So he works 20, you know, 12, 12 hour days, sometimes 12, you know, sometimes seven days a week. Yeah, and he opens a little business, he's trying to make ends meet, trying to make ends meet. Simple man, he's doing something halal. You know what these so-called hectic gangsters do? They come to this skin and they hit him up for what? The guy's struggling to make 1500 bucks, maybe sometimes $2,000 a week. Struggling, works 12 hour days, seven days a week. And mashallah, he come out beautiful boys to hit, to hit up the brother for what? Protection money. Uh, sorry, to protect me from what? 
now because because of political events now we've changed our approach a bit we've tweaked that up a bit what do we do now yeah I'm gonna go all out to my manager next what do we do we find it was purely for the sake of Allah Azzawajal. Prophet of Allah in the authentic hadith he tells us of a man who left his town and traveled to another yeah brother they should this look this is how Allah destroys people this is how brother he's a shui brother he's a shui he's a shui living in a Sunni community what do you think you should be doing we should be opening our arms and inviting these people in if these people are lost and these people are Hashem but that's the life of a prankster that's the life that we Wallah al-Azim, Wallah al-Azim. I gave a khutbah somewhere and after the talk, I had a Shi'i brother. He asked me, brother, you know, I've been living in the area in one particular area. He asked me, brother, you know, I've been here for 20 years of my life. I said to him, yeah, all right. He asked me, man, and ever since whatever happened in political areas, he asked me, man, our shop gets firebombed on a regular base. I said, yeah, all right. He asked me, and Wallah, to be honest with you, I'm starting to think about selling our house and selling and going to where our people are in the area. What the hell? This guy's on our doorstep. We're supposed to be there. We're supposed to be inviting these people and calling them to hack and calling them. What are we doing? We're putting it on them and what? And I'm. But even the sisters now, what do they want? Who knows? to go past his sleep. Why? He can still see. Women want the ex-bad boys. So this guy who's genuine, good kid, you know, he fears Allah, he's not very loud, goes to school, he's an educated man, he's trying to make a living. Maybe simple life. So the sister wants what? Alhamdulillah, he's repented. <laughs> and just to be fair, because I've made this mistake, those that have genuinely repented,
gonna be easy then surely the Prophet of Allah would have had it easy in cruising true but he didn't have it easy man sisters always told me you know so many times brother I wish I wish I was married to the Prophet of Allah have you heard this your husband here because he doesn't take you to restaurants you complain your husband because he doesn't take you months. Which side of the fence are we on, my brothers? Then the full moon. Two complete months. Two complete months would go past and not a single flame. Yani no cooking and months. Which side of the fence are we on, my brothers? my thoughts over the last maybe the last year this community is drowning far more than you and I will ever imagine and comprehend and understand the truth subhanahu wa ta'ala showed us again and again all those that followed the footsteps of Pharaoh how did Allah deal with them Muslim and non-Muslim alike this is how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala number one you need to want it yourself you need to want to change you need to want to change and today, my brothers, let me tell everyone my thoughts over the last, maybe the last year. This community is drowning far more than you and I will ever imagine and comprehend and understand. The truth, be real. Yeah. Wallahi, my brothers, let me tell you the truth. If every sheikh in Australia got together and worked for 24 hours for the... Really? Don't be afraid. Put your hand up. I love how now everyone here now is acting humble, yeah? Who thinks the Mashaykh are not doing enough? Brother, put your hand up. Find one of the many kids that's lost, has no big brother, his father. Why not take one of these kids and make him your pal, make him your buddy, take him with you. Man. Gets off his backside and starts working. Understand, we are drowning and we need help. Wallahi, we need help. Youth are lost, women are lost, we are lost. We need help. And we need to work together and plus scraps. We give a lot of scraps. When we give charity, how much do you give? You give the money that you don't need. When we give clothes, you know, when they collect clothes for Syria and Sham and then what clothes do we give? Be honest, what clothes do we give? The clothes you don't need anymore. Scraps, I don't need it, brother. Give it away. We give a lot of scraps and in return, what do we want? فردوس الأعلى إن شاء الله مان. Then we're drowning, we're drowning. And I'm telling you, all we need is people to care. Wallahi, if all you did was genuinely started caring, you see change. Brother, what do you do? What do you do that's good? Use that and help the ummah. You love fishing? Wallah, I love fishing. I can get fishing from Meshach to Fajr. I say fine. Since you love your fishing and you go every single night and there's nothing on the face of the planet that I can do to change your mind, I say, Wallahi, fine. But I tell him, brother, listen, if you're going to go fishing, why not do this? Why not go to the masjid? And my last thing, we spoke much, my last thing. So my brother, I don't care what you do. It is that you take someone with you. 
Take one of these kids. Let's take him with you. Take him to Isha. Then take him fishing. Show him that, look, you can have fun. You can do halal things and stay off the street. And while you're doing whatever you do, you put your worm and your hook and your prawns or whatever film you're doing. Talk to him. But no one cares. Everyone's busy. Wake up, my brothers, wake up. Today you might think, you know what, I'm busy. One night there's going to come a day. One night there's going to come a day. Either your son's going to need it, your nephew's going to need it, one of your cousins is going to need it, or your brother's going to need it. Where are you going to run? Not praying, make that right. How do two wrongs make a right? You drinking alcohol is one haram. But you're not praying. Habibi, that's a whole new world. Just don't leave your salah. Don't. Don't, don't be an oppressor. Don't take the rights of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Brother, how do you want me to pray and I go clubbing and I drink alcohol? See, do you see how shaitan works? Brother, explain something to me. Me drinking alcohol is haram, yes or no? Yes. So that's one wrong. How does me think he does? Brother, you're a hypocrite, man. Why? You do this and you do this, you do that and you pray. So what does the brother end up doing? What does the brother end up doing? Yeah, of course, come to a drug dealer that does haram, right? Yeah, he sells drugs, he does haram, but he prays. So what do the boys do, thinking it's wisdom? They pick on the only good film Hindi is this. Where did you get that from? But that's how shaitan turns you off deen. So I say, even if that's the case, do you want to go clubbing? Go. But this is, this is my advice. Pray Aisha and then leave. And what's funny? My brothers, you and I laugh. We turn people off salah. Why? Because you think that deen is according to what's in your mind. Brother, two wrongs don't make a right. You pray no matter what. Your prayer is between you and Allah and no man can stand between it. Pray. I don't care what it is. Pray. Brothers told me, brother, I heard that if you drink alcohol, that your prayer is not accepted for 40 days. Brother, what? Type, is it worth it? No, you can pray no matter what's happening. Allah simply says in the Quran, do not come to prayer while you're in the state of intoxicants. When you sober up and you know the difference between right and wrong, how do you become straight back to salat? Pray, no matter what happens. Are we ready for that, inshallah? Who's ready to make a change, man? Really, genuine, genuine. Not, not, not just talking lip service. Who's ready to make a move, bro? Start helping his community. Start helping these kids. Helping yourselves. Brother Ramadan is around the corner. How many of these brothers, they've missed Ramadan now? How many of them?